Um, so, I don't know much, but I know you're a faggot. What? Oh, it's um. I don't know much, but I know I love you. Yeah, is that Michael Bolton? Who is it? I don't know. Well, anyway, but he sings well, like this. Is it Aaron Neville? Hey Siri, who sings this song? Oh dear. I don't know much, but I know I love you. I don't know much, but I know I love you. Is by Tara Koykendall and Alan White. It's fucking Aaron Neville and Linda Rodstan. I don't know who your fucking Taryn Nancy boy and fuck fuck face McGee. I don't know much, but I know you're a fucking bitch. fun you're actually right it's fun song to sing i don't know much but i know you're rotten hell you bitch darling i want my gay right now Welcome to the Gay Power Half Hour, the only gay podcast on the internet with two podcast hosts whose futures are so bright, we must be Dogecoin. <laughs> with uh, me, Casey Lai, your Doji number one. And- Hi. Hi, I'm Tony Soto, and I haven't gotten past Bitcoin yet. What is this? So we have two very dear Judys who have a podcast uh, called Fake Money. I believe it's called Fake Money. Is that what it's called? Am I lying about this? Alan and Fritz's podcast. I know I know the boys. I know there's a podcast. But anyway, so, so, I, I, so I, like, I listen to this podcast and it's literally about all of these fucking new fandangled currency options. And I don't get it. Do you get it? Are you in on this? Do you have, are you sitting on little stashes of uh, fake money? No, but my roommate is and tells me every day that I'm dumb for not being. And um, so that's why I think about it a lot. But um, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about Bitcoin. Um, I know there's a new one called Come Rocket. Um, <laughs> that's not true. That is true. You are not being factual and, on no, the game. So, and if anything, we are factual here at the game. Is that true? You know, I will say, Tony, I'm a little, I, I thought you had your news settings set to uh, inform you when uh, come became a news story. <laughs> um, you got the, the come alerts, you got Amber alerts and come alerts. And um, they're both, sometimes they're one and the same. Eek. Um, and, uh, but yeah, their come rocket is a new uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, I don't know how new it is. I, you would think I would be up to date on this because I'm so hip, young, and cool, but I'm not. And apparently um, they're called cummies, like the little dollar bills, that the little Bitcoins, whatever you call them, they're called cummies. Whatever those are called, they're no, called cummies. No, and, no, yeah. no. And this is, and let me, and I just want to be- Now I want some just, cummies. Now I want some cummies. I want them. If you're just, if you're just tuning in- Make um, it rain cummies. You, you think if you're just tuning in, uh, you're thinking, oh, well, maybe they're talking about their normal gay discussing shit. No, we're talking about uh, finance. <laughs> we're talking about the future of finance. It involves buying things with cummies. And this is real. And I was reading that unlike Dogecoin, which isn't really based on anything, um, cummies, cum rocket, they're using it specifically to like 
to like market to like buying into like dirty things on the internet like porn and only fans and stuff like that so actually oh. come, come, come rocket and i don't want to give a big endorsement here also i'm not a financial planner or really have any money or any <laughs> cryptocurrency but um i'm gonna put all my com on come rocket <laughs> all my coin <laughs> putting all my come on come rocket yeah. um that's i mean that's great here's the thing here's how i mean look this might be the wave of the future but this seems very like dodgy this seems like a lot of like uh like younger millennials and older zers are trying to get in on this and what happens if the rug is pulled out from underneath a bunch of green ribbon participation fuckers you know what i mean like like think about all these like staunch white folks that were taken up by Ponzi schemes in history, like outside of a couple news bites or whatever, they'd be like, oh, everything's gone. You don't really hear a lot from them, but God damn it, a, a late in life millennial or an older zennial, we're in trouble. It's gonna be. Well, we're used to getting our, this is one thing that I do think will be interesting. We're Clock all... towers will have to be closed because there's just gonna be too much shooting. <laughs> Clock towers. Oh, oh, wouldn't it be a glorious day to go back to the time when people would just go to a top of a clock tower and fire down, rain hell fire down upon a school. And one bullet like, at a time. Yeah. Or instead of you just like look them wrong in the broccoli aisle and they're just like, I'm gonna kill everyone in this grocery store. Um, I love a person with a point of view is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But yeah, I think, you know, we're so this, this culture uh, and these generations are so used to like, oh, you know, your your money is protected through your bank. If you if you lose all your money, you'll get it back. I feel like people think that's probably the same when they throw a bunch of money into stash or into uh, Robin Hood or into Doji Coiny. I yeah. think they're going to be like, well, I'd get my money back. Right. Because look, we can't all be like staunch whites who know everything. <laughs> staunch white, by the way. I like that term. <laughs> you know those those ones who think they worked for it but really uh their money is like dripping in slave blood or whatever no. like, you know america and most um, american dollar bills have a little have a bunch of drops of slave but blood. i mean i blame the internet now for everything because i mean i was having a nostalgic now? moment recently i was having a nostalgic moment recently thinking about like uh the time in which i was born you know the period of time and history and whatnot and how I do remember a peaceful time of like not hearing everyone's opinions on a regular, you know, like and and uh, and it, it makes you long for someone to be able to take out one of our satellites, you know. <laughs> that, um, what what time was this when you weren't like all up in everyone's opinion? <laughs> you know, I hate other people's opinions. All right, yeah. I I'm only here for mine and mine alone. So. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I was having like a 90s moment where I was like, God, that was a good time when, you know, you didn't have to answer. I feel pressured when I get texts that I have to respond immediately. Sure. I've been saying this for years. I've been on this fucking uh, this anti-communication train for a long time where it is unfair that we have to be expected. Think about it. Think about how much stuff we're always like, how did the founding fathers get it all done? They were true Renaissance men. Yeah, they by horse, by horse, you know? You know? And they had slaves and I'm not advocate, advocating that. Um, but two, they didn't have to spend 
90% of their day responding to an immediate text. They had an idea, <laughs> they wrote it down, they sent it in a letter, six weeks later, it got to their neighbor or whatever. And then <laughs> their neighbor considered it for a while while also, you know, like in, it was Ben Franklin. He was inventing stuff. He was farming stuff. He was there takes his a, wife. Well, there's nothing. I mean, there's something in saying that you take more consideration in the words that you choose when you have to write them down by hand. Like, uh, but when it's just <laughs> that, you know, you could just spew all the vile shit. 100%. I, I, I truly think I would be a, a married, happy individual right now if, if I didn't, if I could just communicate via letter, because I would consider everything that I said. I'm super funny when I take the time. I'm like, you know, often offensive and sometimes truly awkward when I have to be expected to respond. So almost I can vouch for that. I can vouch you know? for that reality. But if I uh, had time to craft... But there, but you know, there's something to be said though that's happening right now in history because you know Republicans are all up in arms. Um, they think that uh, that tech, that Silicon Valley, has too much control over the American people, and that it's a violation of our freedom of speech. And uh, you know that's because their Jesus, their orange Jesus, was kicked off of social media. Mm -hmm. But have you seen? that she's blogging now. <laughs> I, I saw that she has a blog. I she, she, she's, she's on big, Tumblr. She's big Donald on Trump face. is on Tumblr. He's writing his innermost thoughts. I and can't wait I to see his... her playlists. Wait, is wait, is uh is Trump on Parlor? I think Parlor's done. Is it? They got, I don't, I don't think old parlor ain't what you used to be. And by that, I mean a place where racists thrive. Um, <laughs> they got in a lot of trouble for, you know, their various promotion of hate. Um, but hey, apparently, allegedly, you're, you're able to do that on various corners. I, do, you think dark, do you think Donald Trump has some sort of like dark web account that he goes on and like riles up fear? That'd be terrifying. Oh, I mean, where he goes and looks at naked kids. Yeah, sure. He's gross. Um, I, let's hear, I feel like this has been, this was, this is such a MyPillow branding moment for Trump because all you've heard in the last couple of weeks is like his social media platform his social media platform. Trump is coming out with a social media platform. And then you see what it actually is. And you're like, this man has consistently been a letdown. Like, no, like nothing that he's ever done. Like, what was it? I think I, I, I could be getting this number wrong, but it was either 400 or 800 feet of wall is what he completed in his uh, full time being in office. And it was sure. like, it's like everything he did was half ass. And when are we going to start realizing that how is there still a fucking cult following for that man well they um you know the his cult uh are i i'm not allowed to say the words that they are because none of them are appropriate even for this podcast um and <laughs> wow. i and yeah they're garbage they're all, they're all offensive and they get me canceled the <laughs> yeah. problem with the problem um like i don't know i they, i was thinking this today because like so, you know it, this is all we're dancing around like the fact that facebook didn't uh, reinstate him um, onto their platform, yeah. uh, you know, because of all the inciting of uh, treasonous you know, you know, January but, 6th. Ah, can we not I, forget? Ah, <laughs> what was know, that? It was so long ago. That was years ago. And I mean, Republicans um, are trying to paint a different story on that too. So, well, and that's, so, you know, that's woven into the whole Liz Cheney being kicked out of there. They're like, we don't want any rec 
record of of Republican dissent that that what Trump was saying with that the election was probably stolen um, is a lie. So they're 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 doing where it all dissent. And I think until until like you know. In my mind, I don't give a fuck about Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. Facebook doesn't have that same cachet that Twitter has, which is like instantly you reach all of these people at once and then they start retweeting it at not, you know, in, 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 until the fucking cows come home or, or till the cows, um, you know, uh, insurrect the capital or whatever it is cows do. <laughs> and and that's why he, the, until, the, until the, in, in my mind, if you're the company, be like, well, until this whole like lie is not being perpetuated, um, by the powers that be, we probably shouldn't let the person who started the main thing come back on. I didn't. I don't know if that's why they didn't. I'm sure there are people who are like, no, we got to let them on because money, baby, money. I feel like you know when when Trump was president, it was like he was lying on such a such a constant basis that it was like just easy to accept. But I do think the distance of Trump being from the White House, I do think that that distance. And the fact that Liz Cheney is constantly calling it the big lie, which I think more uh, um, moderate centrist Republicans should be saying, uh, it's harder for, even though the MAGAs are still, I think, a majority, it's harder for them to like keep that election being stolen thing as a valid thing. You well, when I mean? you have someone in in the party's leadership who is saying that we're all wrong and we're uh, deluding ourselves and we're only using this as a tool to whip up the worst parts of ourselves, then yeah, it's a lot harder to perpetuate that lie. But when they replace her with, um, you know, some other fucking lunatic, like Marjorie which, or well, it won't be Marjorie. It's going to be Ellie Stefanik or whatever that girl from the MP, that lady, oh, that congresswoman. Oh, she, she's awful. Congresswoman from New York who made a big deal about. Yeah, she's terrible. During the impeachment trial, she was like uh, going off about Hunter Biden and shit. Like and look, that. and I don't want to comment anything about her looks or anything like that, but her Twitter profile, like avatar, is way different from what she fucking looks like. <laughs> um, so how can you really trust what she's saying if you can't trust her avatar? Is all I'm saying. I mean, I and and the thing is, it's like you, M McCarthy was caught on a hot mic. Uh, on Fox News uh, a day or so ago uh, saying that he was over Liz Cheney, that um, he's lost confidence in Liz Cheney. And it's like, you guys have, were in power for so long and you got nothing done. Nothing besides a tax cut for rich people. Like literally, that's all you guys did. Right. So, so like, and you have a president who is actually getting work done now and doing things. So it's, I think it's really hard right now for a conservative to be like, I mean, unless you're completely immersed in the cult to be like, no, no, Biden's absolutely not doing anything and Republicans are right, because that's just not what what we're seeing now. Well, they are. I mean, they, but they, you know, the Rep Republican Party, the Republican Party is thoroughly entrenched in whatever that delusional world is that um, we were just talking about, like, like uh and we and and we'll 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 see how that goes like biden's approval rating is like 59 percent or something like that or you know somewhere in between 50 and 60 um which is good um and he is doing a lot of things he's also he's well or at least he's talking about doing a lot of things but a lot of those things those people fucking hate um and but but agree a lot of those things people just like to see things get done and i think that i think there is a big portion of that but when it his comes response to, to covid was pretty like impactful like yeah sure his response yeah. to covid was super impactful and honestly like um you know but he's 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 
talking about $5 trillion in spending, which is like, you know, Obama, when Obama talked about spending a trillion dollars or however much money it was going to cost for, for uh, Obamacare at the time, um, their words, not his at the time, uh, it be the teabag fucking party came out and fucking ruined Amer and did and, and, and racist uh, Americans run amok again. And that was like the beginning of, of, that was the beginning of all of this. Like Tea Partiers led to Trump, you know, and that was that was over a lot less spending. There's a couple of things that are different here. One, um, you know, we, we throw trillions like we we bailed out the fucking banks for a trillion dollars. Uh, we bailed we spent a trillion dollars to keep everyone afloat during the coronavirus. We just spend this money now. No one gives a fuck. It doesn't matter. Just spend the money and get things done and tax the rich is what should be happening. It's what people really want to be happening. Yeah. But it's just a matter of like. They keep trying to attack Biden as some crazy person. And I hate to say it, but I think it works. It doesn't work as well when he's an old white guy who looks like all, all of the grandparents who would otherwise have a problem. And but I'm I just think like, that's a good thing. But, but I I'm think saying that's like might be the reality of the situation. But I think like it's a pretty clear message on his behalf because he's like, I'm a president who wants to invest in the American people. And uh, you know, they want to talk about the deficit. They want to talk about debt. They want to talk about the, the national debt and all this and all that. And it's like, yeah, but that's debt that we fucking have done for meaningless wars and bullshit like this. I'm like, I'm like, what Biden wants to do, like taking on a little bit of debt for uh, creating, uh, you know, an economic boom, it, it, it will it will ultimately end up creating a, an economic boom if everything is instilled people will be put back to work. And it's like, why don't Republicans want to invest in American people? Well, because it's not about the American people. It's about the, uh, the slave masters and corporation owners. Like, I mean, if you really want to get in the weeds of it too, it's like, you know, the, you, it's uh, one, one of the biggest pushbacks you will see. And, and, and we haven't seen it yet from um, corporations and stuff like that and business, big business and small business is like tax rates um, going up for corporations. And all these corporations will say, well, then we'll have some of the highest tax rates of any of the Western uh, capitalist countries. And we can't do this, it's bullshit. And it's like, okay, fine, true. I never want to hear a single person who believes in corporations being like super important and big time capitalism call themselves a fucking patriot again because if you aren't willing to take a little bit of a cut to make this country a better place for everyone to fucking live in it you ain't no fucking patriot you a fucking globalist cuck and like literally it's like a little cut like so you're gonna have to get one less boat like honestly it, it, it's 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 that it's like that rich mentality it's like what are you losing like when we really really think about it the tax on the rich, the 400,000 and plus a year people and big corporations, uh, when you're talking about what they're actually all being, because there's, you know, a lot of rich folks out there, um, it's almost nothing. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is, this is where all, and, and then you have, then you have the people who's, who would be benefited from this, who are like, well, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that done to me either and it's like your guys are so it's not happening to you like you're so dense it's like yeah but a we'll sea see, of dumbs I, we'll see <laughs> um but um it is nice to know that donald trump will not be on a social media platform of relevance because um when he is like the media can't help but take the bait like that's the other thing it's that's like, very true like you know, this is to me, it doesn't matter if he's on these things. It's it matter. It, it does. It does matter for sure. But like the media fucking blows, blows it up. And, and, and even if he's on Facebook, which is not the, the doesn't have the same kind of like brush fire 
capacity that Twitter has, mm-hmm. but the media will of course start taking it all fucking seriously again. And I just don't want to fucking hear from this fucking person every fucking day for the next fucking year or five years or however long well, he's going to be alive. I hope he then, then don't go, don't go to his online diary because, because <laughs> that's where it all is. And you can share it on social media, but you were saying that if you share one of his posts on a social media platform, that it looks dodgy. It looks, yeah, it looks like a fake news. It looks like it's coming from like a, a bullshit news site. You, you, you Like I was just looking at a uh, article about it. <laughs> I love that and so much. <laughs> his fake, you, you get like a little bit of what he says and then it's like dot, dot, dot. And then links, you know, bit, links to like the rest of it. But you only get a picture of him and it's him signing a Bible with a Sharpie. Oh, what a, what a classy man. Like, honestly, well, you know, God didn't do it. So he might as well take credit for it. It's like, is it, is he, is it like he thinks he's writing the, did he write the Bible? He thinks he wrote the Bible. So he's signing it for. I mean, it's, it's one of his favorite books. So, and he likes all of them. So, uh, well, let's talk about, um, let's talk about a little local politics real quick because God damn it. California is in the news. Uh, because they're doing a recall election this November of our governor, Governor Gavin Newsom. And currently we have two two candidates, uh, John Cox, who is in trouble right now for posting or doing a, a political video with a live bear. Oh, I saw that. It's one of the cheesiest fucking lame. I'm like, John Cox, you've tried more than you should. No one gives a fuck about you, John Cox. But the big news, the big news candidate out of California is Caitlyn Jenner. Thoughts on Caitlyn Jenner being the next governor of California, Casey? I mean, Caitlyn has spent a lot of time in their life um, pretending to be someone they're not. And so why not? Let them. Why not continue and pretend to be, to be a politician? A politician. Um, I mean, yeah. I do not have terrible things to say about Caitlin on the level of like other Republicans who are genuinely um, out to destroy the world. I don't have any clue what this person stands for politically, except for she's anti-trans kids um, getting to play to on sports teams of their chosen gender. So, um, you know, that's a bit of a critical. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, Caitlyn Jenner has always been a Republican. So let's not ever forget that. And Caitlyn lived a majority of her life uh, in a very high place of privilege. and got to live that fantasy her whole life. That bitch is not talking for the regular man or even her community because she is new to that community. You know, like however she lived before her transition, she's new to the trans community. She knows the cis white male community. And unfortunately, she's not, a pioneer for her community, unfortunately. Like well, she has it, she has a platform, she has a mouthpiece, and she's using it incorrectly because she her her politics are that of the Republican conservative agenda. And that goes in line for her to be publicly saying 
that as a trans woman, that she doesn't, this, this makes me know, this makes me know that she doesn't know about uh, puberty blockers, about the healthcare and health wellness of a trans youth um, when properly taken care of. This goes to show me that she's like super uneducated on um, the, 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 the strife that these kids have to fucking deal with on a daily basis. Um, so I want her to have a seat. You know, I, I want her to take a fucking seat. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want. Not in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Stay in Sacramento. in Malibu, you bitch. <laughs> Very I, that. I, and, I, and, and, okay. and, no, I'm sorry. Well, real quick. Um, I know it's a fine line because as LGBTQIA folks, we want to be as respectful as we can uh, regarding her trans identity. Sure. But I, I do not have to respect that woman uh because i think she's a really shitty girl really deep down inside yeah well so, i think i think that's a it's a it's a false equivalency or whatever we don't have to make like i think people are, are are jamming those two things together and saying you know if you're criticizing caitlin then you're criticizing caitlin as a trans person and no um not at all and i think you know there are a lot of you know a lot of memes going out there about like you know um she's a bitch not because she's trans you know like yeah like i mean and like and you can and you can criticize and but all that i think on a couple of things one yeah actually caitlin is a trailblazer because um i know for a fact that my grandmother was talking about trans issues in a way she had no fucking clue about because of that interview Caitlin did with Diane Sawyer, or whoever the fuck, when she tra- or when she publicly came out. And I think that you know to um, elevate the conversation to to you know that level was absolutely a, po- a positive thing. And that's one nice thing I'll say about Caitlin. I also think that we should by no means have a litmus test of ideology when it comes to what LGBTQ um, IA people. Uh, you know what their we don't their political ideology is their political ideology and if they want to run for for a political office from whatever fucking platform good for good for them that's that's just more visibility for the cause and all that stuff and I think then I think as a result of that you just treat this person as a regular candidate and 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 uh, Caitlyn Jenner never struck me as a smart person savvy at times but not necessarily someone who I was like now that person's the speaking for me and for all of us no. That person, and when it comes to what you're saying about not knowing about um, uh, tra- what trans kids are going through, I, I I believe this. Like all Republicans, Caitlyn Jenner gets empathy when it's when something specifically affects them. Like that is all the Republicans that I know. So they're, fuck trans kids well, because she's well, not well, a kid, I mean. a, a trans you know, kid. Gay, for all the Republicans I know who are for gay rights have specifically been affected by it some way, like whether it's them or whether it's their kid or like, you know, something along those lines. Like they don't like, and, and with and in Caitlin's scenario, it, 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 spe- it specifically affects them. But does that mean Caitlin understands how it's truly affecting from a societal level? No, I don't believe that she does at all. Well, and but see, this is the thing. Like if you want, and to, to piggyback on what you're saying, if she, uh, if I, I, her being a trailblazer, uh, because she came out as trans, um, then I think that you only really earn that if you're, if you're using your voice for good. And this is a situation, like from the moment she came out as trans, like they did that, that ill-fated show where it was one episode of another of her being 
woefully ignorant, surrounded by brilliant trans people, trans humans that are giving her the keys and the knowledge that she needs. And it's not going anywhere. So it's like, girl, if you can't do your homework on your community, I'm not going to trust your politics uh, uh, as a governor. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're a Republican, I'm not going to trust your politics as a governor. One. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, we can not even in the great, you know, communist state of California or whatever. But um, I like that our options uh, are Newsom uh, or Caitlyn Jenner or the bear guy. So I'm not I don't do you have are you do you have like a strong distaste for Newsom? No. Nah, well, look, I, I think that Newsom fucked up along the way. But regarding pandemic, because I think that he. I think he kowtowed to the fucking people who are trying to recall him right now. Mm -hmm. I think that our numbers got super, super bad here and we're doing so good right now as a result because he bowed to Orange County and those fucking protesters. Mm -hmm. um, but no one's ever governed through a pandemic before. So I'm willing to give him, because like, because now... People are getting shots if you want them. Like movements have been taken. Yeah. Um, here's the facts. They want to have this. This recall election will happen this November. We're doing another. Like he's up for re-election next year. So this is just costing taxpayers unnecessary money, coming from Republicans who are talking about fucking Democrats spending too much money. So yep. they're dumb. Republicans are fucking dumb. Their politics are dumb. Their ideology is fucking dumb. And fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter what shell you come in. If you're selling <laughs> Republican politics, you're not a good person. You're okay? not. And I, you're just not and not in this fucking day and age. And it's like, I know, I know we're done. But like, you know, when we're talking about a Cheney being the beating heart <laughs> of the Republican Party, the emotional fucking rational heart of the Republican Party, from what I understand, the Cheneys don't have no good working hearts at all. No, no, so no. They sold those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they. That's where we're at. Yeah, they and like they. We got a diseased fucking party. Yeah, they did something okay. with Nosferatu or something. You know that lineage just got real fucked up a long time ago. So um, agreed. And 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 all I want to say is like 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 we 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 all here in California need to fucking like get out of our own way and out of our own brains when it comes to fucking housing we've had a housing crisis since the 70s in this fucking state nothing has been addressed because no one will do anything because no one is willing to fucking step on the toes of anyone else and not everyone gets what they want and some people are not going to have like good results on this but if i if, if there are people who are interested in fucking building in in fucking everywhere in this goddamn city everywhere in san francisco the cities are not going to look what they used to but guess what it's 2021, and it's time to fucking make some fucking big fucking changes in this fucking building. Thing. Doesn't change homelessness. Uh, we've yes, had this no, discussion. It, so it, we, we on that note, right Casey, tell people what you're up to, what you're doing, where they can Brandon find you on the Raven, internet. Brandon Raven about how the housing crisis needs to be. And what is your uh, Instagram? Uh, homelessness. <laughs> We have conversations at Instagram. ECWLEY, is that what it is? WLEY <laughs> and uh, 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 Twitter, Casey, no, KCLEY on Instagram, KCWLEY on Twitter, KC hyphen LEY on 
Venmo. Um, and uh, that's it. That's know. it. Yeah. Um, guys, if you like the Gay Power Half Hour, please find our iTunes page, subscribe to the show, rate it, leave us a comment about it. We love to hear from you. I do the Tony Soto show every week as well. Tune in this week. My guest was uh, Jim Glaub. Uh, he is an amazing um, advertising guy with Broadway. Very, very interesting show. Um, I'm the Tony Soto show on literally everything. That's including Venmo. And uh, feel free to give me some money. Until next week. Bye.